Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to the show. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master, Game Master, Judge, Ralph, Handler, Brian. Welcoming you once again to another one of our episodes of our Dragon's Demand run-through. You know, it's kind of funny. Every time I put together one of these intros, I just kind of do it off the fly. And hopefully I get it in one take or 20 takes. Who knows how many takes it's going to take. Let's try doing it on this one take. But let me tell you guys, I hope everybody is enjoying our Dragon's Demand run-through. Like I said, we're enjoying putting it on for you and if you are enjoying it then there's several things that you can do to kind of help out the show and i just want to put them out there for you please number one if you are enjoying the show then please tell a friend tell a family member tell anybody that you think might enjoy the kind of levity that we can bring to your life or have already brought to your life another thing is if you personally are enjoying the show as always Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash rolltheheart20podcast and visit us there. You know, we've got all kinds of cool swag and different tiers and stuff that uh, you could really help the show out with. And let me tell you, none of those dollars go to waste. None of those dollars go unappreciated. Myself and other hard slingers, we, we value each and every one of your contributions to the show. You know, we're just trying to keep the lights on. And, and Junior, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of him lately, but man, that guy needs a beard trim. Well, he said if he reaches 100 patrons, he's going to trim that beard. He'll probably shave his head bald to bald as my knees. Anyways, I hate dragging on and just kind of blowing smoke and whatnot. But I want to thank all of you guys for, for joining us and listening to the show. Uh, remember, you can follow us on any one of our uh, social media footprints, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Roll Hard 20 And if you like what you're hearing, then please hit that little subscribe and, and click, click that little bell so you always know when we drop another episode. Uh, we've talked about some of the other things that we plan on doing uh, in the future here during the times when we're missing one of our fellow hard slingers. And we're talking about running some one-offs or maybe getting together and burning through a couple episodes of something else on a Sunday so that we could partition it out and make sure that we have enough material to to keep you fellow slingers listening and laughing and having a great time and just all around being entertained in this world as we curve our way back around to COVID 2.75, the the Delta Green variant. Roll for initiative, right? (laughs) Anyways, well... Warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 22, the double deuce of our Dragon's Demand run-through, Liberating Night Tale. Freeze plugs were all. We're okay. record this shit. The freeze plugs were all rotted out, so I had to drive around with ten milk gallons, ten one-gallon milk jugs full of water. Was that two percent? Yeah, two percent water. <laughs> so I would go. I would go to Fullerton College. I would drive all the way to Fullerton, go to classes, and I'd have the heat blasting windows down because I had to keep temperature down. Yeah, I'd go to class. And then by the time I came out, all the water is out of the the block, out of the radiator, fucking in the park. Yeah, it's on the ground. Dude. Hey man, that oh, AC is working strong, dude. I popped the <laughs> trunk and I'm pouring in ten, you know, ten gallons of fucking water into that block and that radiator to get home. Holy shit! You're oh, and so and you could cheap. not, and you couldn't put it in reverse. The reverse on the tranny was out. 
So you always oh, try to find a pull so in driveway. Be huh? Very careful where you park. <laughs> oh yes. Be very careful with trannies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Tango and Cash was 1989. No, no. We're not talking cat Tango and Cash. We're talking Big Trouble. Oh, Big Trouble? Yeah. Okay. All hey, right. Hey, your mom drove us to go see Big Trouble. Big Trouble was 86. Was you it really? It. Yeah, you got it. No, I said I said 85 though. But I that, I so I must said, I must I have drove like us. 85, 86. Then. Yeah, because you had your S10. Yeah, I had that red truck. Okay. Oh, I remember that little fucking truck. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that little S10. You know, Brandy tells me, you know, she always likes to clue me in when it's time for me to get my hair cut. She's like, you know, your hair is looking a little long. So we go to the mall and they got this barber shop there, and I'm I'm looking in there and I see this guy sitting off to the side inside there on the bench and he's totally bald. <laughs> and I said, you didn't just come from in there. Did you? <laughs> he started laughing. So I go up to the, the, the guy. Cause he's like, Hey, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to get a, get a haircut. And I'm looking and, and all I see is them cutting afros the whole time. It's just <laughs> yes. it's all these afros. I'm like, let's do this. You know? So, so I scheduled an appointment. So next week we'll apple? see. Uh, huh? You're going to get the curls? No, no. We're going to see how it turns out. So <laughs> I might look like Will Smith when it's all said and done, but that's okay. Oh, how funny. I mean, there's worse things to look like than Will Smith. Like Jada? <laughs> Jada's had a bunch of work done. Man. Including a haircut. Are you, uh, are, you, are you kidding? Like 75% of you know, females in uh, that are like actresses have had work done. Oh, I'm sure they have, but especially, especially if they're like over like 30. Have you looked at the actresses on Instagram? They've had some work done. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. They have dude. So I worked in a dermatology clinic that was um, in a, it was a multi-specialty clinic. And so we had a plastic and reconstructive surgery clinic. This was in an area where there wasn't like a lot of like plastic surgery uh, uh, specialty doctors. So like most of ours were like, um, uh, uh, most of our plastic surgery patients were like medically necessary, like removing skin cancers and stuff. But I swear once a month we had Botox day. Get out of the way. <laughs> Getting all, like, all their lips the done amount, and shit. The amount of money they got deposited at the end of Botox Day was nuts. Holy shit. Anyways. Well, they got to find some place to put it. Good evening, Nick. What's going hey. on, dude? Mr. Nick? Did you forget hey, your microphone you tonight? <laughs> what? Can you hear me? Oh, oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. It's like He's like, yeah, we have recorded in a while. Take that fucker back. <laughs> <laughs> uh chris jr names yes chris jr i'm like chris jr what what i'm i don't have a junior i have a daughter <laughs> so how's everyone been since oh. the last week good Dude, Doing well. i am i'm just trying to get through the next seven days Next seven. Next seven you know days. something we don't, or what? <laughs> I am done. I am done with where I'm working currently. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Nice. So Good I'm saying next week, I'm like done. 
Stop we'll, see, we'll see if that's the, the flavor of the, uh, the show. So, mm-hmm. Are we ready? Let's yeah. Do oh, this. yeah. All right. Well, let's do this shit. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master, Brian. Welcome you once again to the show. And with me, my hard slingers. Yeah. 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 Episode double deuce 22 of the Dragon's Demand run through. So when you guys, uh, when we left off, you guys had just sprung a, a floor trap, which Warren professed rather loudly that he should not have fallen into. Um, <laughs> but we are moving on. And you guys had been following this this rancid, putrid smell of, of, of just like shit and whatnot. And you end up following it into, a, uh, into this corridor. And when the corridor opens up, as I described it, it's a it's a rather. Uh, let me find the description of this room. It opened up into an oddly shaped cavern that was forty feet long and twenty feet wide, and had a slight curvature towards the north, almost like a like a half moon. You notice that in the north, uh, against the north wall, there appeared to be an alcove. In the south wall, there was another tunnel that led out of this room. In the southwest. Uh, portion of the room there was a uh, wooden door barring further progress that was all iron banded and in the middle of this large room was just this huge pile of rotted food and vegetables and shit and just all kinds of other discarded garbage basically and at the top of this pile was what appeared to be a leather bag did we just stumble into a taco bell (laughs) <laughs> sounds wah, like one of their commercials <laughs> as you guys are sitting standing in front of this this entryway to this large room Warren as a close call begins to abate from your fall just a few moments earlier in your, in your mind you hear a familiar voice a voice you haven't heard and it seems like forever. You hear the voice of Drazu Rava say to you, and only you, I believe the book I sent you to retrieve for me so long ago has found its way into the domicile of the dead wizard. Stop dallying with these lesser beings you're traveling with and deliver unto me that which we agreed upon. Don't make me take your power back. And then you just hear silence after that. Roll a con save for me. Oh, okay. Oh, lordy. Uh, That is a 14. 14 mm-hmm. you feel slightly shaken at this your face kind of starts to break out in a cold sweat you start taking deep breaths and you start to gain control of your faculties again nobody else in your group seems to notice this occur this uh this change in you briefly it's as though to them nothing has happened but you you just can't 
forget the voice that was in your mind. Hmm. Everybody uh, make a, a perception check. Including me? Yeah, you too. Oh, I'm a little distracted. Stubby. <laughs> oh. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta do it the old-fashioned way. Perception Look. check. Come on. 17. 17. Flint. 16. 16. Sirkin. 8. 8. And Warren? I roll a 2 with a natural 1. I am very distracted at the moment. So you are completely distracted. Sirkin, you, you're kind of looking at Warren like, you know, anything got you down. But Stabi, you and Flint, you hear something in the room. It sounds like it's coming from the northern wall area, possibly by that alcove. You hear what sounds to be, uh, seems to be like a, the sound of a chain kind of rattling, just briefly. I, I look at Flint and go, did you hear that? Yeah, I, I did. Um, I heard it coming over this way. Uh, can I... You said the room's dark, right? It's still dark? Uh, it's low lit in this room. It, it's dark. not as dark as uh, as some of the other areas you guys have gone through. But it's, uh, it's almost like my room. <laughs> <laughs> With this... Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty low lit. I mean, the shadows are really deep and dark. It's very difficult to see the walls all around. Uh, but you have dark vision, so you can yeah. see perfectly clear. All right, I want to walk towards the uh, the noise, the direction okay. of the noise, and be mindful that there's this this huge pile that takes up probably about two thirds of the center of the room. So you've got to kind of circumvent around it, like move around the circumference of this pile. All right. How okay. uh, how far is it from where we're standing? I mean, I think it's less than thirty, right? Where's my map at? Damn it! The map, the map, the map, the map. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's twenty five feet actually. Okay, I'll walk towards the the noise and then uh, investigate while I'm there. Okay. As you start moving along the northern wall and you get to the alcove, which is in about the middle of the wall, you see a single forlorn kobold sitting in the middle of this alcove. Arms and legs and snout have been bound with rope. And to keep this kobold further restrained, you see that iron spikes have been plowed into the wall behind him and chains are attached to the uh, to the ropes that hold him bound. He looks at you and, and his eyes get wide in fear and he kind of like tries to, to backpedal away from you a little bit, forcing himself to put his back closer to the wall. Hmm. Okay, at that point, I'll uh, call out for everyone. Hey, uh, you guys better check this out. There's a cabal that's locked up over here. Unusual. Um, we'll, Warren will very, very carefully, surreptitiously approach, but not too close. Still keeping like a good 10, 15 feet away. 
Do you make yourself uh, seen at the mouth of the alcove? Or do you mm -hmm. still... As you come into view, if it's, if it's even possible, his eyes get wider. And even though he's pressed against the wall, he turns his head to kind of to the side as though that might give him even that much more distance between himself and you and Flint. Somebody's a little hand shy. He, he definitely looks as though he's been uh, beaten. Slightly worked over. Um, uh, did, did you say that his um, his snout is bound? Are his, his uh, paws bound as well? Yeah, his hands are tied. Uh, his legs are tied. His snout is tied. And they, whoever put him down here has chained him to the wall by those bounds. Well, Warden, I believe you were speaking to some of these earlier. Uh, a lot of a lot of kobolds know pigeon common, but um, I can see if he's more willing to talk than a. Well, I only yeah. know dwarf common. I don't know anything about pigeons. Oh, it, it's a crappy situation, let me tell you. Oh, jeez. Heavy-headed, heavy-headed this week. So Stubby, Stubby looks at Warren um, and, and um, kind of confirms what, what Flint is asking. You've spoken with them before. You know, shall I remove this kobold's um, uh, rope from his snout so that we may converse with him? <laughs> Uh, sure, we can see what we get out of them. Okay. Um, Stebby would like to approach slowly the kobold, but I would like to do a um, a check. Uh, for what? For traps, if there's anything around him. Okay, go ahead and make your roll. What is that? Dexterity, dex check. Oh, man, I cannot roll. Uh, that is going to be a 21. Oh, wait, nope, I'm sorry, 23. 23. 23. Describe for me how you're looking for any type of trap or what. Um, so I am, I'm kind of low to the ground, um, kind of hunched a little bit, and I'm very keenly looking at every, every link in the chain, looking around the kobold's uh, feet, his arms, his, his bound around a snout. I'm very intently looking to see if there's any mechanism um, that that if he moves or we move him, that um, the chains may um, trigger some mechanical um, event. You don't see anything, but you, you could pretty much guess also that he's moved quite a bit, especially since, since you've come into the room, uh, even with you, a little, little itty bitty fidget dude. Um, but he's moved around. It, nothing's fired off or, or blown apart or collapsed down or anything. Uh, you also get the feeling that based on the way he's on the floor, that he's probably scratched and scraped what he can to try to get out and hasn't set anything off either. Okay. I'm, I'm going to uh, remove my dagger and very slowly I'm, I'm going to put, you know, my, my left hand out i'm a right-handed with my dagger yeah. 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 
Um, uh, first, with my left hand, I, I'm going to keep my dagger, you know, sheathed, but I'm I'm going to motion with my hand. It's it's okay, you know, uh, you know, it's okay, good boy. Yeah, let him sniff you first. I will. Oh, yeah, uh, I will get the butt I'll kind sniff. Of, I'll kind of <laughs> kneel down, like right behind uh, Savvy as he's uh, like uh, approaching the kobold, and I'll say in draconic, uh, we are going to uh, uh, ungag you, so please be calm. With his eyes wide, he looks... Where are you at, Sirkin? Are you still at the entrance, or did you follow Stubby? Uh, right now, I'm still at the entrance. I'm kind of keeping an eye out for the party. Okay. With his eyes wide, he looks at the three of you and kind of just slowly nods, completely understands. Um, and even though he's, he's fearful, he's not moving. He's staying where he's at. Okay. Um, so I'm going to proceed to try to cut the bounds of his snout. Okay. You cut the ropes that that hold it, fall to the floor, and slowly he kind of like moves his jaw a little and uh, looks at the three of you and says, uh, "Sorry for the poor reception, uh, but I'm a I'm a bit at a disadvantage here." Is he uh, speaking in common or direct? He is speaking in common. Okay. Even though he knows you know it, mm-hmm. he didn't. He doesn't reply in it. it sounds like he's speaking Cajun. <laughs> Perhaps uh, you and I could uh, get me the rest of the way on out of here. Uh, we we he have kind of holds his his paws forward, like finish what you started. Uh, not so fast, uh, Mr. Cabold. Uh, what, what what is your name? Mm, my name is Nighttail. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have we have some questions for you. Uh, I hope I could be of assistance to give you your answers. Uh, how, but please how be you... fast. Uh, the gods like to make their rounds around here. Uh, we believe we have sufficiently taken care of the guards. All of them. How many were there? Probably 60, 70 of them. Well, maybe not all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is that. All of the ones that are back from the way that we came have been taken care of. So I ask ask him, are there any other um, exits or entrances into this shit heap that we have stumbled upon? What do you mean by other entrances? There's a there's the the cavern that's down there on the other side of the the garbage heap over right in front of us, and uh, uh, I'm assuming you came from the west, and that usually leads back out to the rock quarry. Mm-hmm. Yep, I nod in in confirmation. Yes, uh, those are the only two ways in and out of here. Okay. Um, let's not uh, daddle. Um, How how did you get to be here? He looks at the three of you. I've been imprisoned here on this shithole for trying to wrest leadership away from rogue hairs. But uh, unfortunately, once he found me out, I was brought down here as punishment. I had uh, grave reservations about getting involved with that wizard Hunclay. And uh, unfortunately, when I try to wrest leadership away from the tribe from him, this was uh, this was my punishment. Now, ever so often, the uh, 
the guards like to come down here and throw old food at me and throw shit at me while they're smashing one out on top of the pile up there. But, uh, yeah, shouldn't be what? long before they come back down here and finish off the job and basically execute me. So I, I look to Flint and Warren and, and say, um, based on what he's telling us, perhaps we should carry him out of here before we um, remove his bonds, maybe move him out towards <laughs> the area. Oh, he objects he rather balls. loudly. <laughs> um, uh, you know, maybe we should get him out of here um, someplace maybe a little bit safer that we have uh, a little bit more advantage upon any kobolds that come upon us. Flynn, Warren, do you do you concur or? I got another question for Mr. Nighttail. Um, what was the whole reason for your uprising, your rebellion. You said you were starting up a, a haiku of some kind to take over leadership. A, a haiku or just a coup? Just I a don't coup. do poetry around <laughs> my, my layout here. A coup. <laughs> but when I first came to the Bloodvow tribe, uh, I traveled down from the north and I started taking up what Rogue has in his, in his boys here. And then they, they started getting involved with the humans and started running these these plays with this wizard, Honeclay. And I had told Roghaz that I, I thought that that might not be a good idea, that we should leave the humans alone. And he didn't want to hear anything that I had to say, but I thought it'd be best maybe if I started getting some other people who didn't want to get in, other kobolds who didn't want to get involved with it either, uh, to maybe side with me. Unfortunately, I think a few of them ratted me out to Rogue has and for my indiscretions, they imprisoned me down here. But I tell well, you what, I'll be more than happy to help you take out Rogue has if you help me start well, take over I'll the tribe here. And I'll give you my word that if you do that, then we will forever leave the humans alone. We will never bother Belheim or anybody else in there. I am inciting him. Yeah, I kind of wanted to do the same thing. That wasn't terrible. It's a 16. 16? What do you got there, Flint? I'll tell you in one second. Oops. It's not going. Because I am actually, aha, uh -huh, of course, something I'm decent at and I do horrible. Nine. Nine. Warren, you get the sense that he is being truthful. He's not, there's no dissension in him, although he is shaken and he's still very much afraid because even though you've released the bounds around his snout, he's still completely helpless at this point. And he doesn't know why you guys are here, only that that the four of you are here, which means that you've made it past the guards. And that right there has a, is a testament to your prowess as far as fighters are concerned. So, I mean, Stebby is kind of pushing on Flint and Warren. Look, we've got to get out of here. If, if he, if it, what he's saying is true, that there are more guards, we may be in significant danger. We either need to cut him loose and, and support his ask of us to um, take out the other tribe or we need to move him out of here and question him further. 
Well, I, let's just get him out of there well, for I, now. I hope you don't take too long to make up your minds. Uh, you know, the, the guards are going to be back here soon. And I, I, I do have a favor to ask you if you're going to release me or at least take me away. Uh, my friend, Hack, is being hailed behind the wooden door to the southwest. I, I would prefer not to leave without him. Who is Hack to you? Oh, he's my companion, my travel companion. Companion? I... Well, you, you, you three are companions, right? I don't, know, I don't know your loyalty between the three of you, but Hack and I, we go way back. He used to call us Hack and Slash. <laughs> Hack and Slash. Uh, Warren will kind of... <laughs> <Ta -da, ta -da. laughs> Warren, Warren will kind of kneel down in front of him and will say... Whoa, whoa. Uh, I don't do that. <laughs> Warren, <laughs> lick him on his nose. Um, no, Warren. Warren will kind of like kneel down in front of him to like get eye level with him and say and say, "Swear to me on the life of Hack. If we let you go, you will not be double crossing us, and you will take any kobold who will follow you, and you will leave here once we are done." At this point, you see steel in his eyes, and he looks directly at you and says, I'll give you my word that my sword arm will be yours. We will not raise arms against you or any other humans in Belheim ever if you help restore me to the throne over the Blood Vow tribe. I'm in. Okay. Just help me take that bastard rogue hairs out. I step aside and I let Stabby do his work. I want to shit on his face. <laughs> All right, it's guessing it's It's like a South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> he holds uh, his hands in front of him. Not so fast. I untie his. Uh, I didn't say mother may I. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I look at Warren and, and Flint. Uh, actually, I look over to Sirkin first and, and just kind of let him know that we're going to be coming that way. Oh. Uh, Renly's coming out. Here goes the arrows. I look to Flint and Warren and say, look, I'm going to um, I'm gonna cut his bonds on his feet. We need to move him out of here um, towards the quarry. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to cut his uh, feet. And I'm gonna take him. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut his, cut the ropes around his uh, his paws or feet, whatever they are. Okay. Um, and then kind of help him to his feet because I'm sure he's been uh, atrophied a little bit with his you, muscles. I motion to Flint to help bring him. You but cut I his his. Oh. Okay. He says, oh, oh, "Wait a minute, there. What what about Hack? I, I can't leave without him. I'm not gonna leave without Hack." You said he was to the south? Southeast. He's behind that. Or southwest, right? Behind the, the wooden door in the southwest of this room right here on the other side of this garbage heap. And I need my bag at the top of the heap, too. What's in the bag? What's my in the box? My shit. That's what's in the bag. 
like literally your shit it like no really dude, does my, smell like it uh, my stuff you know you I, would ask said you that, to, I mean to go and do stuff without your your little staff and your little pig poker and all that other stuff how am i supposed to help you how am i supposed to survive without my how stuff? far how far is warren standing from the bag you're probably about 15 feet and it's about 10 feet up warren just points at the bag and a little ghostly hand materializes and picks it up. And Are you going? Starts, you doing ghost hand or uh, mage hand? Mage I mean? hand. Yeah. Isn't the limit one pound on that? No. Oh no, I'm thinking uh, invisible servant. Sorry, go ahead. Because we had this discussion a long time ago with invisible servant. Yeah. What he was able to do. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You're good. Okay. Yeah, it's it's ten pounds is the limit. Okay. Yeah. So it it scuffles down the mountain or mountain of shit and just kind of floats down towards you. And I'll just have it like float. I am not actually touching it. I'm just going to have it floating in front of us as we move along out. And he, he's he's kind of wants to dig his heels in. I, I don't want to leave without hack. I'm not going to do that. We have. It's let very you important. Know. You don't know. They will punish him for my absence if they see me gone. They will torture him and kill him. These people, they will eat him. These kobolds are. Uh, ruthless rogue has has complete control over them he's got his he got them in his grasp uh, uh i i look to warren and say warren can can we trust him do you think we can trust him i believe so um i i believe he would not speak so strongly for his companion and not only that but he actually seems to be smarter than most kobolds you're damn right I'm smarter than most. <laughs> I'm semi-educated. Graduated the second grade. <laughs> second in your class. Second in your class. Class of, <laughs> of class two. Of two. <laughs> um, okay, so Stebby um, uh, turns his attention back to um, to this kobold and cuts his bonds from his feet and his hands. And says, don't, don't double-cross us. I wouldn't or dream of it. You will find this dagger in your neck. Warren, how you doing health wise? I have four whole hit points. He looks at you. Says you you know, pardon me for being so forward, but you don't look like you're in very good shape. Oh, we've perhaps, taken care of the guards, but there's been a few bumps along the way. Perhaps I might be of assistance to you. And you see him reach into his bag and he pulls out this this vial of this translucent light blue liquid and he hands it to you. He says, Perhaps this might put you back up on your feet there, young man, as a token of my appreciation and trust. And he hands I it will, to you. Uh, He's about first... to roofie you. It's a roofie. He's going to roofie you. He's totally gonna slowly unbuttoning his pants. Sounds like I said I need a Bill Cosby, yo. That's that's why I got my that's why I got my weed in here. Drink the pudding pop. (laughs) I am going to incite him again one more time. Okay. Uh, that's a twelve. He seems very genuine. From what you from what you can tell, he seems like he's on the level. Well, I'm already close enough to death anyways, so I uncork it and down it. Okay. And you begin to feel reinvigorated as this potion 
of of healing begins to take effect in you and okay. bring so you back is, up. It is a potion it, of healing, yes. Sweet. So it's 2d4 plus 2. Yes. That is a total of 7 hit points back. You don't mind if I kind of get prepared for whatever we're going to be doing here, do you? You will be staying in the middle of all of us, and as Stabby said, he's already if, pulling shit out of his bag as you're talking to him. As Stabby said, if you double process, neither you nor Hack will live to regret it. He kind of puts on this, uh, like a half leather armor piece mm-hmm. over his chest and everything, and you see him dig through, and he pulls out uh, this dagger silver dagger and you see him cinch it up to his waist and as he pulls it out Stabi, you recognize this this type of a silver dagger in fact it's a it's a kindle like a lethal long thin blade and you would recognize it as being one of the uh, initiate blades of the silver kindle assassins guild a guild that you're very familiar with a guild that you had been part of at one time before you left them Leaving them with a mark on your head, no doubt. I, kinda, I go ahead. Please. I was going to say he kind of looks at the blade to make sure it's it's good, and he he kind of puts it back in the sheath at his side. I say to him, "Where did you get that?" Like surprised, I... like where did you get that dagger? I found it. You found it. I found it off found somebody it. who no longer needed it. Did they no longer need it because you made sure they no longer needed it? Or did you find them when they no longer needed it? He kind of looks at you out of the corner of his eye. They no longer needed it. They were already dead when I found him. Well, he will be armed, so let's let's go get let's go get hack and get this done with and get you and your tribe out of here. Let's go slash our way to hack. As you guys begin to move towards the wooden door, you see him kind of climb up the mountain a little bit, this mountain of shit and rotted fruit and food and stuff. And he grabs the shaft of something that's partially buried. He kind of tugs it out and pulls it out. You see it's a, it's a, just this kind of spear that's already pitted and the head of it's kind of rusted and whatnot. He smacks the shaft to get all the, the garbage off the tip of it and kind of looks at it and drags it over the dirt a little to kind of clean it up. Let's go get hack. Let's do it. He kind of leads you guys around the mount and towards this wooden door that's just banded with iron. You can see that there's a a lock on it as well. I look just dabby. Um, I still have keys from when we were in here. The I still have a key ring, if I recall. Um, I'd like to try a few of the keys that I have okay. first. Or, or actually, I'll, I'll look at... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try a couple keys first. Okay, there's three keys on there. Okay. Okay. You try each one in, in succession, and they none of them will unlock it. Most likely, each one of those keys went to a padlock for the three prisoners that you originally freed. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll attempt to pick this lock. Okay. Or actually, first, I'll try the door. 
try the door first. It is locked. Okay. All right. First attempt, 19. 19. Slip in your pick, turn it, and it immediately unlocks. Plink. Uh, I look to um, uh, the cabal. What was the name again? Night Nighttail. 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 Is there anything um, that we should uh, be careful or wary of on the other side? Are there any traps? Are there guards? Is there anything on the other side we need to worry about? There are no traps and no guards, but I suggest you let me go in first. The door's staying open. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll open the door and allow him in. The window door opens, and you see just this yawning, dark cavern. Looks like it goes to the southwest and then curves to the west. And he starts making his way in there. Kind of gets enveloped by the dark. He's all, you can hear him say, Hack, it's me. I'm here to get you out, buddy. And you kind of hear this low growl. A few minutes later, <clears throat> a few moments later, you see him start to come back into the, the dim light of the room. And you see behind him, this bipedaled, leather-skinned, reptile velociraptor. And he's like, Hack is very grateful that you assisted in freeing him. Uh, hmm. What would you like us to do for you now? What could we do for to help? Well, I immediately wants to ride the velociraptor. Well, well <laughs> that's going to be two silvers to ride hack <laughs> and you got to be this tall oh. dwarf gold coin might uh change if you your can't mind reach height. his taint <laughs> you can't ride the dino come on so the halfling's out <laughs> um i will uh looking back over his shoulder into the dark room and i don't know what is up with my camera right now um, looking back over his shoulder into the darkened room, I'm just going to kind of take stock of it real quick and see if there's anything else to see in there. You don't see anything else in there other than a bunch of straw. You see some uh, chewed up uh, bones that are about the floor. It, it reeks like urine and shit in there. Most likely the old hack's been in there just hacking it up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I mean, and there's, if there's nothing in there, then, um, like Warren would just say to, uh, Nightail, uh, per our agreement, you will take any kobolds with you who will side with you. And we will deal with the rest. That is correct. Uh, I don't know how bad Rogue has has influenced them. So I will do my best to try to persuade them, but you should know that they are all rather amped up at this point. How long do you think you were in containment? Uh, had it been at least three days so far. Um, when I had heard about their plans to move against Hunk Clay and to bring down that tower, uh, I immediately didn't think it was a good idea and they incarcerated me down here 
and they went ahead with their plan. And I heard the, I, I think everybody around town heard that tower go down. I know I heard it over here and we're, we're like a quite a long ways away. Uh, mm. So I know that Rogue has went ahead and did what he was going to do. And uh, usually his, his ideas are his own. Well, let's be on our way. The sooner we deal with this, the sooner we all can leave. Very well. Which way do you want to go? You want to go back out to the quarry or you want to go down the south passageway here? I look to the others. I think um, someone to assist us might be better if we go down south. I agree. Concur. I concur. Sirkin. What? <laughs> He's still at the mouth of the cave. What? <laughs> Am I going to eat this wanna, tomato? I just want to make sure that you don't have any um, unspoken reservations um, or anything about the current plan. Sicking wild cobalt and dino on more cobalts. Yeah, Sirkin now just sees... Um, Nighttail and Hack for the first time. He kind of just like looking at them kind of weirdly. Um, but uh, he's, he's fine with the plan and just uh, rejoins back up with the group. Okay. Yeah, I should then. tell all you, I'm not really much of a fighter though. I'm, I'm more of a kobold of the low. Really? So, uh, but I will do my best. Uh, I believe by leading through strong character but uh i'll do my best what is your marching order as you guys approach this passage in the south not first um clint could probably go first do we want to, we want to keep uh mr Nighttail somewhere in the middle though right yeah i i think that that is best either second or third probably I'll okay. stand. I'll stand right behind Nighttail, wherever okay. he is. I'll stand behind Flint, second. So you'll be second. Yep. And then Nighttail, and then me, and then are you okay bringing up the rear Seraphim? Yep, that's fine. Okay. Very good. So as you guys begin to enter this tunnel, you see that the tunnel goes south for about thirty feet before it makes an awkward turn towards the east and then the tunnel gets bathed in darkness for those of you with dark vision you can just make out that the tunnel is making a wide turn towards uh who are who are the dwarves who are the dwarves flint i think just flint just flint Flint, because of your innate abilities of dealing with with underground caverns and, and inside mountains and stuff, you can tell that it's making a turn towards the north, uh, where it continues to go uh, well beyond your dark vision sight. As you keep uh, moving through it, I'm assuming. Yeah, I was gonna tell everyone. I, I have a feeling uh, we're moving north, but also can. Uh... I make a perception on telling whether we're going like further underground, if there's a grade, like if we're walking down 
at the same time? Yeah, go ahead and make your perception check and make it with an advantage. Okay. That is 12. 12. From what you can tell, it feels like you're staying on level ground. Uh, can't really tell. In some instances, sometimes it feels like it, it dips down and other times it feels like it's it's going up a little. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, it feels like like the up and down is equal. Okay. It's not like we're deeply descending. No, you're not making a, a deep grade descent. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we'll just continue forward. I just telling everyone, you know, I feel like we're heading towards the north. Yeah, and as you're leading everybody, you can see that it it kind of winds to the to the left, winds to the right, winds to the left. But your innate sense, you get the feeling that you're definitely heading towards the northeast. As the dark darkness begins to subside, you can just make out the opening of a wide cavern at the end of this tunnel. As you begin to approach, you see the that uh, it starts to become a little more illuminated and Hack begins to kind of resist Nighttail bringing him along. It's all right, boy. We gotta do this. We're, we're okay. Is Nighttail um, riding Hack or is he leading Hack? No, he's leading him. He's not riding him. In fact, if anything, Hack is, is kind of having a tough time getting through at times because it, it does get pretty narrow. It gets down at times to three feet wide and then it kind of widens back out to about five, seven feet, and then it gets narrow again. It's just a very claustrophobic atmosphere for anybody, let alone some creature that's, you know, been created to run around in jungles and, and things like that. Um, Flint wants to turn around and, and ask. Leave. <laughs> uh, Nighttail. Peace. Not yell at him, but just ask him, um, what, what are we expecting on the other side of this? I don't know. Rogue has usually kept all the new recruits, such as myself, up topside. We did a lot of, lot of weird ass stuff as far as making sure the prisoners made their, their little totems and tokens for, uh, for something, something else, something I didn't want to be part of either. Uh, but mostly we were sleeping up there by the whale. We'd go out on his little parties and go out into, into the quarry and and run guard duty out there as well. Hmm. Is there anything unusual aside from a lot of kobolds that we can expect? That's about the most I, I know of. I don't think there's, uh, there's anything else unless Rogue has has decided to uh, partner up with someone else or something else, I don't know. But uh, he's been, even though he's been running the tribe with, a, with an iron gauntlet, he's still taking orders from something higher up. Okay, well, let us uh, make sure that we take him out of the equation then. <clears throat> have either of you been this deep into the to the uh, lair before? I have not, no. That That's Nighttail or Hack saying that? That's Nighttail. The dinosaur doesn't speak. Hack doesn't speak? No. Hmm. It's just a philosopher after. <laughs> just... Just, <laughs> just only, <laughs> only so much of a clever girl, right? Um, as we've entered this this kind of cavern or this room, um, is there enough light for me to see? 
Yes. Uh, yeah, it becomes it becomes a little brighter than dim light. Now, okay. you, I'm assuming that you're still behind Flint, and Flint hasn't said he's entered into the cavern yet. Yeah, I'm just asking from we're right at the entrance to the cavern. I'm interested of what the lighting is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a little bit brighter than low light. You can see that it's uh, it's roughly 25 feet wide by 50 feet long. You see there's a, a thick layer of straw that covers the, the entire floor of the cave. And at the cave's northern end, you can see that it, it hooks around to the east, but you, you can't really see what's on the other side over there. In fact, I kind of show you something here, guys. If you're showing us a dick pic, I'm going to be very disappointed. No, I just want to show you the room that, <laughs> of what it looks like uh, right there. It looks like a fallopian tube and I. <laughs> you're a fallopian tube. <laughs> <laughs> Don't okay. mind the jizz mark on the paper. That's got <laughs> nothing to do with the lair. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, can we see? Can can I see to the the end of the the uh, cavern? Can I see? F- yeah, yeah. Because it's okay. it's illuminated. It's just not very okay. bright, but well, it's, it's, it's a little bit brighter than yeah. You can see. You okay. see, it goes out. It extends about seventy feet and then turns around a corner to the east. Um, is that turn to the corner? Is it a corridor or is it is it wide? It looks fairly wide because even though it's it's uh, 25 feet wide, it starts to get a little narrower, and then then it curves to the east around around the bend. Okay, is it still just a normal passage then? No, it's wider than a normal passage. It, it's probably about uh, 10 feet wide because you're at <clears throat> you're in a passageway that's about five and a half feet, seven feet somewhere in there. And then opens onto this, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, this larger cavern that goes 25 feet. And then it begins to narrow to about seven feet, 10, 10 feet or so, and then curve around. And you can't see what's around that corner. Okay. Is there anything that we can hear from around there? Make a perception check. Uh, 14. No, it's pretty quiet in there. You don't hear okay. anything abnormal. Um, I'll uh, suggest to Flint that we carefully move forward. We send our uh, trusty rogue to take a peek around the corner. I mean, I think if we wanted to be discreet. Okay. Yeah, um, since he can burglar, see the, like, go burgle something. Bit, yeah. Right? Don't wake the dragon. Okay, um, so Stebby will will move into the 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 middle of the the cavern or the, the large room. room. Okay, the large room. He'll in the middle, and then I'd like to just kind of look towards where it hooks to the the east. You said yes, it does. Okay, um, and just kind of observe. Maybe do a perception check and see if there's um, get a little bit more lay of the land right there okay um I'm, right at the hook area right yeah right at the hook i'm <clears throat> I, i'm inspecting the floor and the walls and the the roof and just kind of seeing if if it changes into a, a different type of uh, cavernous environment 
Okay. Um, so I'll roll a perception. A ten. No, it it looks like an unmolested passage. You just see that the the straw all about the floor looks kind of mashed. You don't know if it's um, sound deadening or if it's used to insulate the floor or eke up the moisture. Okay. Um, I, I'd like to move up to where the passage narrows. Stay like five feet from where the passage actually narrows. Okay. Um, and can I make another perception check to see if... Yeah, go ahead. And, and I'm looking for anything that's out of place, maybe any traps, anything that, that might um, tip us off that that going into that narrow passage is... is um, bad news bears. Yeah, bad news bears. Not what we expect. Okay. Okay. As passages go. Uh, 17. 17. You're looking around. You look along the walls, along the ceiling along the floor and you notice something that you didn't notice on your first inspection from the middle of the room might have been that you were just too far away from it it's, it's really difficult to tell but you see a real thin wire stretching from the left to the right where the cavern now where the where it, where narrows. it narrows into yes okay is that thin wire does it does it look the same at both endpoints in other words, um, can I tell if there's anything on either end of that wire? You can't tell because it looks like it goes into part of the the face of the of the side. On the east or the west side of the narrow. Both. Oh, both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I I look back at the the rest of the parties at the the entrance to the room, right? I'm assuming that's where they were, where they okay. got left behind. So I yell back and said, everybody fuck hold you. tight. Yeah, fuck you. Said, everybody hold tight. I think we oh, might have a... I mean, a spread. No sound. <laughs> um, we may have a trap here. So give me a, give me a minute to take care of this. Um, so I would like to disarm this trap or alleged trap, but disarm this, uh, this wire. Okay. I'm gonna roll a dex. Come on, baby. Ooh, 17. Flint is preparing a spell of healing. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? 17. Uh, from what you could tell, you think you disabled it. Is the wire taut now or is it just loose? It's still taut. Describe what you do. Did you cut the wire? Did you, you know, describe how you how you're disabling this device? Um, okay, so disabling it, um, I okay, I okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I look at the entire length of the wire, all the way to the east and the west of that, or left and right of that narrow passage. Okay. Um, um, I think you said that it looks the same on each side as it enters the rock. Right. Um, so. Um, I'm going to, on the right side, I'm going to try to um, uh, cut that wire. Okay, and you rolled a 17, right? I did. Okay, as you cut the wire, at first you think that it worked, and then you hear this sprang <laughs> as these darts fly out at you. 
And I think that uh, two of them hit you with 24, and 14 probably wouldn't hit you, right? That's not going to hit your AC. Uh, 14 is my AC. Oh, okay. So all three of these darts hit you. So I have, I have a question about that, though. Yes. At what, at what are they coming from, the left or the right? It looks like they're coming from, we'll just say the left side. Okay. Um, the disabled uh, device uh, roll you did wasn't yep. enough. How how um, high off the ground are these arrow shoots? They're probably like normal about three or... feet off the ground. Oh, how high? Three feet. Three feet off the ground. Um, hold on. Is that a headshot? <laughs> angling angling <laughs> down to the one and a half foot mark. What's okay. the grade on this um, I, <laughs> decline here? I'm just saying, man, I'm only three feet tall. I just want to make sure. Well, these they... might be headshots then. <laughs> okay. Uh, all three hit? All three of them hit. And okay. I'm going to tell you the damage next wow. session. Fuck. I'm going to take hey. the picture of this. I'm going to survive another week. Hold <laughs> on. I've got that spell ready for you. I'm going to do max I damage. Take a picture. Yeah, max damage. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'll send this out across on the Discord. <laughs> like, which one of you assholes is going to be carrying me out? <laughs> me out. <laughs> <laughs> Was it amateur night? Bunch of idiots drinking cheap beer. This is what happens. Apparently, amateur night on the dice. You know, I gotta say that that was cool that you that you found it and that you did the disabled device. I had to find it really quick in the book. Fuck, what was that again? Because I honestly didn't think you were gonna find it. I surprised you, and I surprised you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh my god. Apparently, that trap has uh, been designed just for half Maybe you could play hack next session. There you go. <laughs> off, the, off the brush up on my Cajun. <laughs> brush up on my Cajun. <laughs>